Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. Uh, I am your host again, Chris. Uh, with me, I've got uh, I've got for the Sunday show, Chris. This is nice, isn't it? It is. Hello, Chris. Hello. You're right. <laughs> I'm good. You? Yeah. It's nice to have a proper accent on this show. <laughs> oh wow. Well, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm being trolled here or not. No, as a fellow Midlander, it's good to hear it. I'm just I'm just, I'm just glad I'm on video so people know I'm not actually a 12 year old lesbian. <laughs> Boy, you've obviously beheaded a stormtrooper in your dim and distant past as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how we roll here in Birmingham. <laughs> uh, I got back for his um, second ever podcast. I got Ryan. Oh, wow. You just gave him <laughs> that again. You enjoyed the last one, did you? Yeah, it was, it was good last time. I did this quiz as well. That wasn't very good, though. So, <laughs> Listen, you couldn't even answer a question on yourself. So <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me about that. And in some weird HD reality, which you might be able to see, listeners, because we're streaming on Twitch.tv, are we? Twitch.tv forward slash Man on the Post. Which means nothing to you if you're listening on a podcast, because it's happened a day ago. But you can still go back and find us, can you? A day ago, he says, confidently. Yeah. Uh, yes, it'll still be on our stream. Uh, yes, we've got Super HD Ross. Hello. Hello. I mean, I've met you in real life, but you weren't as this scary looking. I know. I'm cr- more crystal clear with this webcam than I am in real life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, right, this week we're going to talk about the Champions League, Europa League, Premier League. Uh, Ross is on, so we'll talk about the Championship and other bits and bobs we do. So, um, uh, oh, hang on. Before I forget this, I want to, I was going to put, mention this in the news, but I want to mention it now because I've got it written at the top of my screen. Who saw the Argentina fan with the QR code tattooed onto his arm? Oh, yeah, no. this is what, yeah, I've seen this. Go on, Chris, do you want to explain? So, Argentina fan, uh, oh, was it River Plate River fan Plate, or something? Yeah. He had a QR code tattooed onto his arm that, when scanned, um, showed linked to a YouTube video that was um, like some goal, some goal that won them a final. It was the last like year's Copa Libertadores where they beat Boca Juniors in the final. Yeah, so then obviously Twitter being Twitter, um, somebody saw this and decided, well, if we all make a copyright strike against that video, it'll get taken down, rendering his tattoo worthless. That's so horrible. I, I, think, it took, I think it took about 20 minutes. Oh, <laughs> so, Absolutely yeah. meaning some people. I, I saw it yesterday and I was just like, wow. Well, I saw it in action yesterday. I saw it in action. It was quite an impressive thing to see. It was on his forearm, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a big tattoo as well. It was. It was huge. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine just walking down the street and someone just gets their phone out and just goes, oh, so let me have a look at your arm. Just scanning, yeah? Yeah. So if you've got a QR app on your phone and this guy walks down the street, is he, sort of, as he walks down the road, is he setting off all these iPhones, isn't he? No, all, no, you've, all got, these t- you are, you've got to you use your like, phone scanning. camera to, uh, okay. to scan it, yeah. Yeah. If it's anyway. anything like my experience using QR codes, it usually takes you about 20 minutes to get in yeah. focus. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, it didn't scan. Let me try it again. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, right. So let's talk about the Champions League games this week. We'll start up with the obvious one, which is Spurs or Manchester City. <laughs> um, some with the goal after 78 minutes. Uh, this was the sort of Battle of Britain, I suppose. Um, Chris, you're an Arsenal fan. Oh, well, yeah. it makes perfect logical sense to come to you first, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, great. Thank you. Yeah, well, I tuned into this one, celebrating my newfound love of BT Sport. Um, tuned in for this one, thinking, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit here and watch uh, Man City steamroll uh, Spurs and was crudely disappointed by a below-par uh, Man City team being beaten by a below-par Spurs team. It was absolutely fantastic. The, the only positive was Harry Kane injuring himself. <laughs> <laughs> what a lot of people have said um, is that uh, maybe Pep being in the, in the Champions League is obviously not one, is it an away or or home or away knockout game in the Champions League or final game since 2011. Yeah. Did he overthink this? Because he left um, Kevin De Bruyne and Sane on the bench till the 89th minute. Fabian Delft started. Is he sort of overthinking this or was he just unlucky or because they had the penalty didn't they early on mm-hmm. I, don't, yeah, I don't know Russo, it was weird it? wasn't it, it, it some of his selections were a bit weird as well I say you say leaving uh, De Bruyne and Sane out but they, it was very much going through the motions for Man was City it? maybe it's that awful kit <laughs> was it the third <laughs> yeah. one it was the double decker yeah. kit yeah yeah, yeah. Double deck, yeah, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they were just really, um, really like put off by playing in that uh, new stadium that Spurs like to tell everyone all about. That lifeless bowl of theirs. It's the, it's the toilet bowl, isn't it? I even watched a video today where Spurs fans lovingly call it the toilet bowl. <laughs> Thinking, fuck off. What can you imagine? What oh, we going this Sunday? I'm going to the toilet bowl today. <laughs> I've been waiting since August to pod with Chris because he's just so. Such an important <laughs> Arsenal fan, I love it. <laughs> this is right, like my, yeah, this is my dream night. This is. I forgot. To, I forgot to ask if I could swear on this. Well. Yeah, apparently, yeah, you can. This as well because I usually do on the Sunday show. <laughs> <laughs> um, the city penalty for the was it the ball against Kyle Walker? Was it? Uh, was it Danny Rose, it? Yeah, Danny Rose. Uh, Danny Rose yeah. Oh, we agreed that was a penalty. The right call on VAR. Other things look bad in slow motion. I don't think there was anything wrong with the decision. Did you guys all watch this game? I've seen the highlights. Yeah, I saw the highlights, but I haven't watched it. No, so I, 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 I had to sit no. through Jermaine Genus, like, getting so angry about this penalty. Like, <laughs> he was more passionate about this than anything I've ever seen him more passionate about. Oh. I, had vi- I had vision to him sat there in the gantry in full Tottenham kit. <laughs> like, it, it, it was absolutely ridiculous. But then it wasn't helped, though. When he went to the <laughs> studio at half-time... Um, like they've got Gary Lineker and that lot in, in there, and even they were, were, um, were going on it. And for some reason, BT Sport used Kevin Walton as their expert referee, <laughs> and uh, they were asking him, "Oh, was it a penalty?" And he's like, "Yeah, it was. The rules are: if a player makes himself bigger, VIR will give the penalty." And they're like, "Yeah, well, we know that's what the VIR rules are, but was it a penalty?" Like, where's he supposed to put his arm? Like, he's just told you it's a penalty. What more do you want? They were just trying to get him to say, no, lads, it wasn't a penalty. They were all wrong. Yeah, bit of controversy. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen Rio and Ferdinand sort of, def- sort of say before, like, you know, as a defender, you're in a really difficult position now with VAR because you can't naturally jump with your arms down by your side, which is technically where they want them to be. He said, that's the risk that you run. So... You know, it's really harsh on defenders. In theory, attackers are going to have a much more 
you know, they're going to have an easier time getting past you because they know that you can't sort of spread yourself out a bit more. But, but honestly, so I want to float it in with like 20 men in the box all jumping like salmon with their arms right by their sides. Yeah. No, that I'm... wouldn't look good though, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's not really like that, is it? No, because they've, rela- they've relaxed the handball rule in recent years where as long as your ball, your hand doesn't make an unnatural motion, you know, ball to hand is, is more clearly defined in the rules now. Yeah. But this was, his arm was literally sticking out and it just so happened to be perfectly in line with the ball. Yes, it probably was he wouldn't have been able to get his hand out of the way, but he can't claim it was in a natural position. Mm. Just okay. a quick one about the Jermaine Genus thing, because I don't know why people keep giving him the job when he's watching a Tottenham game. I don't know if it's just for the right. banter or what, but every time I've seen him commentate or you know be a, an analyst on a Tottenham game, he just gets way too bitter about it, especially when they lose. I don't know if you've ever watched football commentary before, Ryan, but it's traditional to have um, people involved know, in that but, team but, but on least, commentary. It's going back for 30 odd years or so. Yeah, I know, but at least really, <laughs> in some cases, like people like, I don't know, Paul Scholes, for example, when he does it, he's at least genuinely honest. And if it's a United to play crap, he'll say it. But I'll always go back to that whole, uh, uh, one of my favourite Jermaine Genius moments, just because I think it's funny, is when Chelsea won, was it like 4 2 or something in mm. one of the cup? semi-finals and Jermaine Genius is there he's like you can't tell me Tottenham didn't deserve to win that game yeah, and Frank yeah, Lampard's yeah. next to him yeah but Chelsea scored four goals <laughs> it's not like it was 1-0 and Jermaine Genius just couldn't give it up for the whole time what I would suggest Chris if you're new to BT Sport if you steer away from the more popular games and sort of delve down a little bit you'll find Peter Drury somewhere Oh great, excellent! Because there was a there was one stage where I I, I said this on the Sunday show last week when I was watching BT Sports because I'm new to it. I I have genuinely considered just illegally streaming the game online instead, <laughs> even though I can watch it in 4K on my telly. Because I I am convinced that BT Sport are out to get the most like the most ridiculous pundits possible because they have all the bad ones, don't they? It comes to something when Robbie Savage is your best pundit. <laughs> Yeah, what are you doing? You know, I, I, I said to Dave last week, I'd rather listen to the uh, oh, what's his the name Jonathan Pierce. I'd rather listen to him do a ninety-minute game. Well, good, funny you should say that because <laughs> yeah. guess who does the Sunday night league gun games? Oh, excellent! I mean, Jonathan Pierce and Clive Allen. Oh, it's a dream! It's it's it's, it's ITV Champions League and all that again. You love it. I quite like Jonathan Pierce actually. I think he's all right. <laughs> he's enthusiastic, which is more than oh, you yeah. can say for sort of Danny Murphy and others. Michael, Owen. he sounds like yeah, he sounds like he wants to be there, which is a, you know a bare minimum really. <laughs> um, are we all in agreement that uh, Kane being out for the season could be a blessing in disguise for Spurs because they seem to play better without him, don't they? Yes, I think it's, it it sort of forces them to change their tactics a little bit, doesn't it? I think there's yeah. usually an over-reliance on him when he's playing. So, blessing in disguise, I think, maybe for the league, probably not. But I think in these games against teams like Man City, they can definitely look different and Pep might not have the answer for it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're missing Dele Alli as well, aren't they? Which I genuinely believe makes Spurs a better team as well. Did he play yeah. the other day? Yeah, he played the other day. He had he's... some volley, didn't he, that almost went in. He generally does that once a game, though, doesn't he? He has one volley where he looks, oh, he looks all right, but then generally does no- nothing else. It's great that the, the two England players that, you know, quite high on Gareth Southgate's <laughs> list, the two players were like, yeah, they're not in the team. Where the team's actually better. <laughs> um, next up, Spurs, then, they are at home to Huddersfield. He's, I mean, it, to be fair, they've had two games at their home stadium and won the pair of them. This could have been a huge monkey on their back, couldn't it, if they'd sort of 
lost last night and drew against Palace or something last week. But they settled in there pretty well. Um, and Manchester City, speaking of Palace, are away at Crystal Palace. Um, City won their last eight in the Premier League, scoring 20 and conceding two. Palace um, have got 41% of their points at home this season. That's the lowest in the Premier League. So the talk of Selhurst Park being some sort of fortress or difficult ground to go to is a bit of a misnomer this season, isn't it, Ross? Yes, very much so. They're very much a one, maybe one and a half man team, if you count Townsend. I mean, his head's big enough for two or three people. Who's who's the one man? Because Luka Milivojevic is the only person to have scored more than twice at um, Selhurst Park this season. Yeah, exactly him. If your tactic is get a penalty, he's going to score you a goal. (laughs) That is their tactic. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a bad one though, is it? It's it's pretty successful at it. Zaha like wins the penalties. Yeah, that's what you run with the ball really fast, fall over, then we'll score. <laughs> uh, okay, Liverpool on Tuesday night beat Porto 2 0 goals from Naby Kaito and Bobby Firmino. Um, I was a little bit underwhelmed with this performance. They took they two fairly early ish goals, and Porto are obviously seen as the weakest out of the eight teams left. I think Liverpool really missed the trick to maybe put the tie out, properly out of sight. If Porto get an early goal next week, it could be sort of squeaky bum time for them, couldn't it? Um, I did think George and Henderson was fantastic with Kaiser and Fabinho midfield. One of the best games I've seen for him play for Liverpool. Do you reckon, Ryan? I, I haven't watched the game, but I saw, uh, saw the goals. You've got one job. You know you're on here. Yeah, but I'm not going to watch Liverpool, am I? <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> I, I pride my sanity. <laughs> and you know, and also worrying about Sunday as a result. I was going to say, what are you going to do on Sunday? You're going to close your eyes every time Liverpool have the ball? Yeah. <laughs> do that normally. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, somebody did watch this then. I didn't. I was at work. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I was at work and I don't have BT Sports anyway, so. Alright, I'll keep talking then. Um, Porto had chances. Isn't it just job done though, Liverpool? They're not, not going to lose in Portugal and they need to kind of maintain themselves for the league because I keep getting told it doesn't matter this competition, it's all about winning the league. Rather worryingly, Morega up front for Porto had. Um, he was vomiting apparently during the day on Tuesday and still managed to get himself a couple of decent chances. So if a semi-fit or semi-well Moriga's doing okay then back at his own place I am a little bit worried Salah maybe should have had a red card as well if we've seen that tackle oh uh, yeah that was yeah I think well surely VAR would have the fact that he didn't get the red surely VAR yeah. would have picked it up and and done something with it normally right yeah it does seem a little bit odd um, on a podcast I'd like to nick things from earlier on today, uh, um, it did say that this is maybe a bit of a free hit for Liverpool. Everyone is saying that Liverpool have got what really, really want to concentrate on the league. Are they going to sneak up from behind while no one's looking in the Champions League and maybe do something? Quite possibly. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, if they go out of the Champions League, it isn't a big deal because they've got the excuse of, of just, you know, <laughs> we're, we're going for the league, that's what we want. But the problem is because they're 2-0 up now, if they go and lose the second leg and go out 3-2, for example, then questions would would be asked. That would be a, a bit of a, a knock to them, if you know what I mean. If, if it had been a tight resort in the first leg and then they'd gone out, say, uh, by a slim margin in the second leg, then yeah, but to be 2-0 up going into the second leg, if you, if you if they get beaten 3-0 at home away to Porto, I think people will ask questions because Porto aren't considerably um, considered um, a big team in Europe anymore, are they? No. So then you've got the danger that could knock knock their confidence for the rest of the season. I was about to say, it could derail the season in theory. Just, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, okay, going out of the Champions League, you know, realistically, isn't the worst thing in the world for Liverpool right now. 
but to do it to do so against a team like Porto, that's known enough on them. It's just you know reality of who else you could have got in the draw. You know that could have the opportunity to, to derail, derail the rest of the season. So you put yourself at risk of losing the Premier League as well. Ali was ready to sell Navigator two weeks ago. He's scored two <laughs> goals in two games since then. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, just finding his feet or shot window, isn't it? Shot window. <laughs> no, I think it takes time, didn't it? No player is going to be amazing the day they. Well, some players are amazing the day they come over. Took Terry Henry twenty games to score there, didn't it, Chris? Yeah, so... he did. Took him a while, and the fans hated him to start with. <laughs> yeah, imagine. It's almost like these players when they move in from a foreign country need time to adapt or something. Know, yeah, it's strange, people though, isn't it? Same with Drogba <laughs> as well. He, he's yeah, he really did, didn't he? God, Ross Pickett, Leeds legend that had the same problem. Rocky Junior. <laughs> yeah, he struggled wherever he was. Film singer. What country he was in? Right next for Liverpool is. Oh, I'm really not looking forward to this. My mind. Every time I think about this fixture, I think about Stephen Gerrard falling. <laughs> I think about it all the time. Anyway, forgetting the fixture. Sky have been Sky have been showing it constantly this season. Have they? It is, oh yeah. It is pretty much the exact same circumstances, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. And again, I think as I think we were talking in the. WhatsApp group the other day. You just need Henderson or someone to get a big group of players <laughs> together. It doesn't slip now. <laughs> it's going to be Virgil Van Dijk, isn't it? That's my money. He's been be solid all. Yeah. yeah. Most perfect, perfect all season. Well, is it? Is it yours? It's at your place, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's at the Coliseum. I was going to say because otherwise it'd be you know we can water the ground a bit you know make sure it's nice and slippy for people. <laughs> no, it was one money. Your place. Sell out more more opportunities to fall over than you already get, already need, right? Yeah. Name a footballer that doesn't fall over easily or cheat. You seen Mark Viduka? <laughs> Never appealed for a throw-in that wasn't you knew wasn't his. I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're all cheats. Doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> There's different levels of cheating, though. No, cheating's cheating. Rules are rules. Nah. Rules There's are dirty broken. No, you put anarchist down there. <laughs> there's rules and there's breaking rules. Doesn't matter what the rules are. Um, okay, so <coughs> Liverpool won their last four in the Premier League. Chelsea had that win against um, West Ham, wasn't it, on Monday? But they played last night as well. So are they going to be knackered come Sunday, Chris? Uh, potentially, but so they're, they're rotating their squad quite a bit at the moment, aren't they? Uh, yeah. You know, they've, they've they've changed out their midfielder, uh, their midfield. Um, say so Henderson didn't play, didn't start last week. Uh, played in the Champions League, they could drop him back out. You know, they've been they've done quite well with injuries this season, Liverpool. To be fair. Um, so I think they'll be all right, you know. Salah has had his has his, had his lean streak. Uh, seems to be back in a little bit of form now, um, and I think he you know, he's, he's determined to you know he loves to score goals, doesn't he? As you see how desperate he's been when he hasn't been scoring. Um, so yeah, I, I think they'll be all right. I, I genuinely think Liverpool might win the title this season. Don't say that. We're going to lose on goal difference, having lost one game all season. <laughs> It'd be ridiculous, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> It'll be mental. Uh, right. Okay. So I'm going to leave that game because I really don't want to even talk about it or think about it. I'm sick of the thought. I think of it's going to be win. a Hudson Adoy winner just because he's going to start <laughs> on loan from England. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Manchester United nil, Barcelona one. Uh, Luke Shaw own goal due to VAR. Um, Luis Suarez loved that in front of the Stratford end, didn't he? Imagine how much Mourinho loved that. <laughs> um, I, I don't get why he went to VAR. What, what, what was what was the decision that he needed making? There was the an o- or something, wasn't there? The only thing I can think of is that they thought that Coutinho put it over the line. Because to be fair, I did when I first saw it. Um, but they were all well on side. Yeah, 
It was really Maybe they're just double checking. I suppose you'd rather double check and be right, wouldn't you? Yeah, I suppose. That's usually the thing with VAR at the moment where it's almost like you, you watch a goal and you're like, I don't see anything wrong with this, yet they still have to go through the whole <laughs> rigmarole of checking it and then wait a minute. Yeah, okay, it's a goal and then the celebration's over. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, Batesy's pretty bit disappointed. Manchester United zero shots on target, which I think was like the first time since 2005 or something ridiculous like that. Um, next up, they've got West Ham in the Les Seeley derby, and they've lost four out of five now, haven't they? This is a poor run for permanent manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yes. They don't like permanent managers. Temporary managers, they're, they're happy to win all the games. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you become a permanent manager, ooh, not sure anymore. <laughs> There's got to be some sort of annual get-together of temporary managers who did brilliantly only to foul up once they got the permanent job so <laughs> Roberto Di Matteo be there Craig Shakespeare would be in there uh, Ole might be in there one day there's got to be others that are sort of doing that Kevin Black was has he got people like uh, Gus Hiddink just standing on the sideline to be like never managers. be a permanent <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'll just stand on the sideline and I'll be temporary all the time <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah there's there's many a manager who's had a fantastic a fantastic start as a uh, temporary manager, isn't it? But I don't think this one's going to go. Um, West Ham have lost six out of their last seven away, um, despite Manchester United's poor run. Um, and Manchester United are winless in four following European games. So is this going to be a draw, or West Ham going to sneak something, or how do we think? West Ham are the most unpredictable team in the Premier League, I think. Yes. They're, like, they're literally so hard to predict. They're right in the middle of the table. I think they could sneak a winner because it's what they kind of, it's kind of what they do, isn't it? Yeah, Arnautovic and um, <laughs> Felipe Anderson, they're either really, really up for it or you really know, not. can barely get it. Yeah, really not. Yeah. I think it'd be good to see, I think just from you know, loving watching Man United lose or whatever, um, I think it'd be really good to see, see Hernandez score against them. For like, yeah. Quite, mm-hmm. quite good for, for them to and everyone to see. Cause he, I, think, I think he got a bit of a, not a harsh deal at United. I think he didn't get the opportunities that I thought he probably should have deserved, really, because he's not a bad striker. Would he celebrate? Uh, I don't know. I, don't, oh, I, think... I think he would. I think yeah. he would. Yeah. Man, you've got loads of injury worries. Obviously, Ashley Young and Luke Hill are both suspended. Uh, Luke, mm-hmm. um, Matic is injured. Herrera, Bali, Sanchez, Valencia, all injured as well. Mm. So, lots um, of injuries. West Ham are pretty much fully fit, apart from Sammy Nasri. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Even Jack Wilshere is fit for this game, yeah. apparently. Who would have thought? Yeah. He's, They've he's, been uh... with. Sorry, go on. He's he's a Fremont <laughs> Coke fan, must be up there. <laughs> <laughs> They've been linked with Ed Injeco as well, haven't they? Yeah, don't do that. You're better than that. I know. I do Injeco like it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I say please didn't go to Chelsea last year. <laughs> yeah. So we, we were talking about this on the Sunday show last week, though, but we we couldn't remember. So in January, West Ham were linked with some young striker from somewhere in Spain. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of young strikers in Spain. Yeah. But like, but they were like spending a lot of money on him apparently, um, and we couldn't remember if they'd actually signed him or if they and or they'd pulled out. But uh, Dave wasn't sure if they'd signed him and then loaned him back. But I can't remember who he is. But hit the ground running. But, yeah, obviously. I don't know when it happened. It was, I don't know if it was like this summer or the, a couple of windows before. But all of a sudden, West Ham were a team just going, here's 30 million for a player. We're going to mm-hmm. bid 30 million for this player. I'm like, you're West Ham. You haven't <laughs> got 30 million to bid on these players that no, like, you know you're not going to get. So they got a free stadium, though, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> free stadium in Sky Money. They've got all this money <laughs> rolling around. They're speaking for fan of a London team that had to pay for their own stadium. <laughs> Bitterness got, in his voice. Got a bargain compared to some of the others on the market, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, well, speaking of your lot, the Europa League, Arsenal 2, Napoli nil. Aaron Ramsey um, and Kaladu Koulibaly. Um, happy with that result? Uh, yeah, very. I, it kind of surprised me. I was getting ready to go and play uh, five-a-side football. Um, and I, I remember saying to the wife, oh, it'd be really nice if Arsenal were like two or three up by the time I had to leave and <laughs> I haven't got to worry about the game. Um, yeah, I was. We, we came out firing. And to be fair... I say from the you know half an hour or so that I've seen properly, um, Napoli didn't look that good at all. They yeah. just couldn't cope. And you know, yeah, I'm an Arsenal fan, but I can admit we haven't been at our best this season. We've been a bit stuttery uh, and stuff like that. But we, we were all over them from the very start. This was our best start in eleven. You know, there was no Mustafi, uh, which is which is always a plus. Uh, Lick Steiner was in the ground, so I thought that might have <laughs> cursed us in some way. Um, but yeah, no, we played really well. They they, they couldn't cope. That Zelinski. Um, just could not keep the ball. He was like me when I was playing five-a-side football that night. <laughs> um, just, yeah, I, I, I was really pleased with it. So I was surprised that when I when I saw the score at the end that we hadn't scored a couple more. Um, but, you know, we've done that a few times this season. Um, but yeah, I'm really pleased. The only the only thing that I see as a negative is Ramsey scored again, which is great. He's a very good player and whatever, but it brings up the old conversation. Oh, off, where we're letting him go for free. He's our best player and all that. <laughs> like. Well, it's not like we didn't try to sign him to a contract and then, unfortunately, the circumstances, which it's funny, we're now seeing the same thing happen to another club in the Premier League where Alexis Sanchez has rocked up on his mega money. Um, but, yeah. So yeah, you've got Mkhitaryan to replace him, Chris. You'll be fine. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, he's, he's doing really well, isn't he? Um, <laughs> it's the first time we started Lacazette and Aubameyang together in a while, isn't it? And, for a while, yeah. He's successful. Been yeah, he, he always does. But I think with Emery, we will say, again, plug in the Sunday show. Um, we discussed this on there. I think Emery's more um, focused on the opposition than Wenger was. Wenger had his way of playing and that was it. There was yeah. there was no plan B. It was like it was like me on football manager. This is my tactic. I'm mm. sticking to it. <laughs> um, whereas Emery will look at the opposition, and sometimes he sometimes I think sometimes as well he doesn't make the obvious choice. So who did we play last weekend? Oh, Everton, and that like, yeah. when we played against Everton, I'd expected Aubameyang to start because Aubameyang running at um, you know Seamus sure, Coleman and, and yeah Jaggy. We, we didn't know Jaggy Elkins was playing, <laughs> but running at. Um, you know, Coleman and Dinne, who like to get forward, that would have been perfect. But then I think sometimes I think Emery thinks, well, they they might have planned for this. So if I don't play him, it's a shock. You know, they've got to adapt and whatever. And then when I bring him on later on and their fullbacks are rampaging forward, he can get in behind. And obviously it didn't work last week because nobody turned up. Um, But yeah, no, I I like the the way he sets his thing. Like Torreira hadn't started in a while. He, He came in, he was fantastic. Absolutely broke up the play. So. so when you left, what was the score? Uh, 2-0 when, when I left. And so did you turn up at football with some play with some sort of Milan and poise, knowing that your boys were safe? Oh yeah, yeah. I was, I was literally strutting around. I, I was the, Meza, <laughs> the I was the thirty-eight-year-old fat Meza Ozil in my, t- in my team of twenty-year-olds strutting my stuff until, get I, on. until I got stuffed by a, a fellow Arsenal fan who literally went round me as if I wasn't there. <laughs> did you win? Uh, no, I was on the losing end. It's just a friendly thing with work. I, I just do it to keep up my a bit of, well, I say fitness, as I sit here down in a beer in Marathi while doing a podcast. <laughs> um, we'll gloss over the, because we've talked about it so many times this season, it's depressing. Um, the Kula Valley being racially abused and Mo Salah uh, being racially abused as well. So we'll go by that if that's all right. Um, next up, your away to Watford in the Troy Deeney shithousery Arsenal a bunch of wimps derby. 
Troy Deeney could be the third Watford player to score ten or more goals in a top in top flights. In... Does anyone have to guess at the other two? Fucking, do they look like Literally. potatoes as well? <laughs> <laughs> Not the bitter about it. I hate Troy Deeney. I hate <laughs> him, and he's a brummie as well, which makes it worse. I hate uh, him. Where's he from? Uh, somewhere in Birmingham, I don't know. I'm not from Birmingham, I, I just live here, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking hate Troy Deeney. What was the question again? Yeah. Sorry? Troy Deeney could become the third Watford player to score 10-plus goals in three top-flight seasons. Who are the other two? Marlon King. No. Is he the Watford player that went to prison as well? Mul- multiple yeah. seasons. Tommy Smith. He was there for fucking ever, wasn't he? No. I don't back know in, back in the day. Darius oh, Henderson. In the day. No, backer in the day. Backer Elton, in the day. Elton John. <laughs> Elton John. Around that time. John uh, Barnes. John Barnes, there's one. Uh, Luther Blissett. Luther Blissett. Well, you all know that the, the, the urban myth that um, Milan signed Luther Blissett thinking they were getting John Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad, to be fair, was he? He's no John Barnes, but he's still all right. <laughs> he's no John Barnes. There is a whole court movement in Milan based after him, called the, <laughs> yeah, the, they Luth- the Luther Blissett Project. Nice. So a load of anarchists in the 80s were, um, they'd go to various different parts of um, Italy and they'd play sort of left-wing music or left play left-wing songs <laughs> and stuff. And any time any of them arrested, the Italian police have asked them their names and to a man they'd all say the name of Luther Blissett. <laughs> and they did art installations and art projects and they've written a book and all this sort of thing called, uh, all about, um, well, about various different things, but they all call themselves Luther Blissett. No. So he's a man, man held in extreme high regards. Right, that's Europe. Then, uh, Ross. Hello. Leeds. Oh no, hang on. Oh, so sorry, we're not, talk- we're not talking about the, the, that other club. Chelsea. No. They've had enough. <laughs> 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 oh, a bit of good news against Watford. Arsenal have won seven out of eight on a Monday. <laughs> Excellent. So there you go. Uh, Villarreal won Valencia three, Benfica four, Eintracht Frankfurt two. Guys, what were you all doing at 19 years old? Were you scoring hat tricks in the Europa League? I was working at Burger King. <laughs> I think the Europa League existed when I was nineteen. <laughs> I was getting ready to go to go to uni at that time, so that's what my life yeah. was like. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, Ross, the um, championship. We're not seriously not talking about Chelsea. Then, are, <laughs> are we not? Oh, no. Come on, Ryan, talk Chelsea? about Chelsea. You've got ten and... seconds. Talk about Chelsea. Uh, you are. What part don't, start, don't start chanting. Whatever you do, no chanting. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, well, the game was pretty boring, to be honest with you. It, it was good to see some rotation up. It's interesting because obviously all season he's been playing people like Hudson Odoi in the Europa League for a little bit, but now Sarri seems to have buckled to the pressure, and it looks as though he's going to play Loftus Cheek and Hudson Odoi on Sunday because he's actually he actually put William and Pedro <coughs> in the Europa League team and people like Kovacic as well and Barkley and all that rubbish. So. Danny Drinkwater, still no place for him. He's officially, I think Sarri came out and actually said he'll never play for me because he's not adaptable. It's got bigger well, this, is, this, is, this is Mauricio Sarri who used to be a banker till 20 years ago and has now converted himself to become a Premier League manager. So how can he talk about someone not being adaptable when he's managed to do that? Or maybe he knows somebody who's adaptable. I, I don't know. He's just, I think he, so obviously he, he probably got asked first. because Danny Drinkwater's whole you know, not drinking water thing getting <laughs> driving home um, and I think he says yeah, he won't play for me because he's a good lad we've got a good relationship but he doesn't work in my system he, he, he works in a 4-4-2 or a two man centre midfield but for a 
three-man midfield, he doesn't work. So Sounds like he's describing most of his squad, though. Yeah, yeah, to be, yeah, <laughs> to be Basically, fair. you know... Um... But to be the, fair, if my boss paid me a hundred grand a week and said to me not to do anything, I'd have a great relationship oh yeah, with him as well. Yeah, <laughs> Don't you work in local council? Isn't that yeah. what you get? <laughs> <about? laughs> um, but Fabregas came out today. I think he said he, he could have stayed at Chelsea. I think we offered him a contract extension, but he said no because the new manager came in and bought a player with him that was like his son. So effectively <laughs> saying, because uh, I wonder was, who that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the passing man. <laughs> Didn't Van eventually leave Manchester United because he kept calling Ronaldo um, Queeroz's son. <laughs> yeah, he kept calling him Queeroz's son, but apparently Van Nistelrooy didn't know that Ronaldo's dad had just died or something. So Ronaldo burst out crying on the pitch and oh, led to a reasonable situation. <laughs> and then Van Nistelrooy was out the door about 10 minutes later. <laughs> right, Ross, championship. Yeah, we won. We, we beat won. Preston. Good job, and then well done. Birmingham did us a favour after beating us at the weekend. They managed to hold Sheffield United to a draw, so we're back into the second place. Do you think they felt bad and did it on purpose? Only, well, hopefully, they should feel bad. Fucking <laughs> twats, but yeah, only three <laughs> weeks to go. Uh, obviously, can't take much more of this. I was going to say three weeks, five. that's about nine games. <laughs> five to go. All right, and how many points ahead of third place are you? Uh, one. And how many points behind first place are you? I don't know. I've not looked at Norwich. Haven't looked at Norwich for weeks. Okay. They're already up. Basically, it's between us and Sheffield United now. Who can bottle it the most? You. Bottle it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Sheffield Wednesday on Saturday, so I'm hoping they do us a favour and just roll over because the they don't want United to go up, do they? Are they in the playoffs? Uh, no, they're outside the playoffs. I think. So oh no, they lost to Villa, didn't they? So they're just outside. Yeah, they're tenth. They've got six points to get gain somehow. The whole thing would definitely be, yeah, Sheffield United chance? Nah, forget that. Just score yeah. all over us, please. <laughs> <laughs> would be nice. We're playing Saturday evening. Uh, Sheffield United are playing Saturday lunchtime against Millwall. So they're not going to do us any favours. They're going to fucking roll over. And <laughs> Now, Millwall will need the points, don't they? They're quite far down the bottom. They are, yeah. They're only two points off relegation. So they do need the points. But no, Millwall, they will just roll over. They'll put fucking Steve Morrison in goal and let them score. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, right. Uh, what do you want next? News or leagues? <coughs> News. News. <coughs> Ryan. Yes. Tell me about Florian Maluda. Florian Maluda, Chelsea legend Florian Maluda. Yes. Uh, he apparently, according to, to himself, he didn't know that his contract with his current club was going to get terminated. Um the club had tweeted out something. Obviously, it was in like French, so I didn't actually see the translation. But it was something to do with uh, the club and Florent Malouda have come to a mutual decision uh, to, to terminate the contract. And Malouda tweeted back at them going, really? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a player, though, I don't think. From what I saw in the comments, it was all that he's a, he's a forwarding coach there or something. Yes, he's not been playing, yeah, is he? I was say, yeah. Looking at a photo of him, he looks like he's not been doing much playing lately. Yeah, that's, that's a Chelsea legend you're you know, bashing. Sorry, you, know, right? you, can, you can go play in the A-League or he's, something. He's <laughs> hey, no, hang on a minute. <laughs> there we are. I think the MLS needs some more players. <laughs> uh, Diego Costa has got an eight-game ban. Uh, for <laughs> What was he saying? Did he say, I have shit on your whore of a mother to the referee? Yeah, yeah something I mean, like that. He touched the referee as well. That was, so, that that was, was, that was one of the things he was cited for. So four, four games for what he said to the ref and four games for touching the ref. Biting someone, though, that's just eight games for a start. It seems excessive. It, yeah, biting, though. You're not going to break anyone's leg, are you? Biting's fine. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to break anyone's leg going, oh, ref, 
Yeah, that's just disrespectful. I hate your mother. <laughs> He's out for the rest of the season as a result now. Yeah, yeah. He played his last game, I think they reckon they, that um, Atletico are going to get rid of him. Yeah, they're not happy, so at least. Yeah. Well, back, back to Chelsea goes. Oh no, he can't. You've been banned from signing any players. Um, <laughs> Just uh, oh, 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 was the appeal today? Uh, was the appeal yesterday? I think. Oh, I think it's next. I think it's. I think it started, didn't it? And, Obviously, like, like like most things Chelsea related, it'll just drag on and go sideways a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then try one really ambitious thing that doesn't work at all. <laughs> uh, who has seen the Romanian fourth division this week? Is this the lines persons? Yes. Yes, I've seen this. this, oh, this, this I had a lump in my throat watching this. It's very sweet, isn't it? <laughs> it's it very it? sweet. Uh, Romanian 4th Division side um, or Romanian 4th Division after the coin toss between ACS Chow 1910 Aradia good job nice I'm sure that's how they say it over there yeah it was on Uh, PC Sport and CS Dosig the linesman by the name of Marius proposed to his Georgie and just after the coin toss and they're in more or less in the centre circle uh, he got down on one knee and proposed and she said yes and all the players cheered uh, Marius just in case she didn't quite get the point had got some friends in the stand to hold up a, a load of um, hoardings as well saying the same thing it would, I mean to be honest if you're doing that in front of you know however many people there are including all the players you're not going to be like actually you know what no I'm good but I'll be, a, I'll be the Lions person for the rest of the game <laughs> <laughs> It's good if you watch the video. There's, there's like obviously the players didn't seem to have a clue this was happening, and you can see the players in their little huddle behind them um, suddenly just turn around and be like, "Oh, look at this! Look at this dickhead here!" <laughs> but also, you think about it, right? This is this is okay. It's a nice gesture and whatever, but this is the um, this is the equivalent of us proposing in the office. Yeah, or, or Ross proposing to say in, Mor- in the aisles at Morrison. <laughs> oh, you could, get a, you could get a Haribo sweet, sweet ring and do it. Yeah. You know, then, then it doesn't sound as impressive, does it? You know, it's never. You want a dickhead? Did it work? Could you imagine like during the game, ball going out for a throw and running over? Be like, oh, congratulations! By the way, picking up the ball and throwing. I have seen someone at Leicester City uh, at half-time propose in front of his girlfriend. I think it was against Stoke and 20,000 people saying you don't know what you're doing. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that happens in this country. You get well, jeered yeah. from the standards. I do remember somebody on the big breakfast years ago ringing up and proposing and his <laughs> girlfriend sort of went awkwardly quiet and said, can I think about it? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That was superb. It was, I saw one, it was a wrestling one. Did you ever see that, Ross? It was um, someone uh, proposed during someone's like speech and the person heard it and ended yeah. up just like... <laughs> ripping them to shreds for like five minutes in front of like 10,000 people. Uh, where else have we got? Oh, uh, Padium or Padum FC have been fined £165 for uh, walking off the pitch due to their goalkeeper being racially abused. If you think that's mad, um, Congleton, who the team that they were playing and Congleton, whose home game it was, were only fined £160. That's fair. It's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> this thing is <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. So in Congleton have been deeply apologetic, to be fair to them. You know, because obviously this whole walking off the pitch thing, you get a fine. Obviously, when it's come up recently with the England team, Harry Kane's come out, you know, after the game, and said, <laughs> "If it happens again, I'll walk him off the pitch." Oh, they all say this, and no one ever does. And no one ever does it, and this is the thing. Mm. I was going to make it when it were they were saying about Kulibaly. I was like, ah, oh, good thing. Well, if Harry Kane was there, he would have walked him off. But you know, <laughs> fortunately, he says it not when it's happening. 
Uh, right, where else have we got? Asian Champions League, Estaclal of uh, Iran. No, before and... you do that, can I mention Chris Smalling? Of course you can. Because a couple of weeks ago, Chris Smalling said he'd figured out how to stop Messi. Elvin yeah, smashed yeah, smashed him in the face. Exactly, yeah. Left him with a bloody nose. He still lost. But it's not, like not going to make him angry at all. I like the it? approach, though. <laughs> blunt, you know, blunt force. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in the Asian Champions League, in the Asian Champions League, Estegal and Persepolis. Uh, Persepolis are last year's runners-up, remain outside the top two in their respective groups, and at the moment aren't going through. Um, two <coughs> goals from Taliska as Guangzhou Evergrande, managed by Fabio Cannavaro, uh, beat Melbourne victory four 0 um, Guangzhou topped that group. Is that, um, hmm? is that where Mario Hamshik is? It might be. No, he's in China, isn't he? Yes. Uh, it might well be there. Uh, Sydney FC drew 3-3 with um, Shanghai East Asia in Group H. So Shanghai is second and Sydney FC are fourth. I say that because Adam LaFondra scored for Sydney FC. <laughs> wow. There you go. Uh, and last year's holders, um, Kash- Kashimi Antlers, were 3-2 down as they went into injury time, but managed to get a 3-2 win uh, against Jongham. Jordan much scored for Jongham, but um, Shanghai Twain won't be impressed anyway. Oh, jeez. That, that is... Was... <laughs> wow. I think that's the end of the podcast, you know. I think that's it. <laughs> to be fair, I... Have... Overlays of tumbleweed. <laughs> I have used that. Um, <laughs> every time Jordan Mutch is transferred on transfer deadline day, and I've used that on the Man on the Post um, uh, Twitter account. Similar <laughs> <laughs> reactions. Now do you see why I wanted to talk about it this week? Uh, all that work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a couple of bits of glorious. I say this for Jesse because Penner on top Group D over one, after a one 0 win over Quito. Uh, Boca Juniors for Georgi Vilstermann nil to Boca top uh, Group G, oh, second in Group G. Qualified for the next round is International Cruzeiro. Uh, somebody I can't read and Libertad in the Oceania Champions League. Lads, the one you're all thinking about. Uh, is this the one that Australian teams don't play in? That's right. So That's the one. Um, Tahiti's Central Sport lost 8-0 to New <laughs> Caledonia's AS Magenta. High, high level of competition. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could be making these scores up and these teams. And no one know. And no one would know. They're great to watch on YouTube, some of these, because they're good fun. Because they're basically <laughs> just like some Sunday. very nice tropical outcrop. It looks like a real nice place to watch football, if not play it, because it looks very sort of rainy and humid, but they look very nice. Chuck them closer to home. Spain, how's that sound? Okay, so Spain, Barca are top on 73 points. Atletico Madrid are nine points behind um, on 62. Then Real Madrid on 60. Getafe on 50. Seville on 49 in the first Europa League play. So it's Huesca versus Barcelona. Leganes versus Real Madrid. Atletico Madrid versus Celta Vigo. In Italy, it's the Genoa derby. Genoa plays Sampdoria. Um Juve are well out in front, as we know. Uh, Napoli on 64 points, playing somebody else I can't read. Uh, Inter are playing Frosinone on 57 points, and Milan play Lazio there on 52 points. Germany, uh, you didn't talk about this last week because it was the Classica, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, that was a close run game, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah, Bayern won 5 0 to go top by a point. I saw uh, and Kingsley Coman had a fight in training this week. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I don't know what about, wasn't they? Well, I saw something on Lewandowski isn't happy with Coman because he's he's all tricks and no result. So it's something to do with apparently 
Is has long been annoyed by the style of play by Coman. Too many dribbles, too few successful passes and crosses to the striker, especially in the defeat against Leverkusen. Uh, Lewandowski was very angry at Coman as he barely passed the ball to him. I was just Kingsley Coman is a player that Robert Lewandowski wants to be. Yes. That's from a player that sort of knocks them in from six yards and doesn't do really anything else. <laughs> Uh, in France, it's first versus second, but you know, first is twenty points ahead of second as okay. PSG take on Lille. Yeah, um, it depends if be uh, first versus Chiba Moteng is playing because you never know. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> Any miss that needs VAR to show that it didn't go in has got to be good. The commentators were superb on that. Yes. What is he doing? How is that possible? <laughs> this is you'll get all this on Sunday night, Chris. Now you're watching it on um, BT Sport. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I'm in. Jonathan, Jonathan Pierce screaming at it. Oh, I'll be I'll be uh, too busy recording a podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> well, what are you doing tomorrow morning? Uh, tomorrow morning? Uh, yeah. uh, okay, this is going to be even more boring conversation than your Oceana stuff. Uh, I'm waiting for a sofa to be delivered. <laughs> well, while you're waiting. <laughs> while you're waiting. I think it's tomorrow morning. It's either tomorrow morning or Sunday morning. It is the Sydney Derby. Western Sydney Wanderers versus Sydney FC. Oh, no. It's, it's, I'm watching, it's that game in North Korea that I'm watching <laughs> instead tomorrow. <laughs> oh, how unlucky is that? Pyongyang versus Labour Camp FC. I swear to God, they could be proper real teams now. I'm not even sure anymore. <laughs> What's happening? Where am I? Well, that, no, it's pretty good. They're normally quite a good atmosphere at those games. And you got Milos Ninkovic playing for Sydney FC. Who, who stinks player. a bit? <laughs> what? You've got Adam Lafondra, Milos Ninkovic, Alex Brosk, all those players. They're very good players. All it those players. Like... All these top yeah, yeah. star players. Yeah, this, this sounds like a championship game. I'm, 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 <laughs> Come on. I'm do, me a favor, do me a favour and watch it. Oh, promise me, promise me. What, 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 what dark art do I have to perform to get this on my TV? <laughs> you know, do I have to go and light a candle in each corner of my room? <laughs> it's going to be on BT Sport, isn't it? It yeah. is on BT Sport. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I know, fucking knew it. That's why oh, I said it. Okay. If I remember, I will go on to BT Sport 10 and whatever, <laughs> uh, 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 and watch the the Farmer Jacks League or whatever it's called. ESPN, the Ocho. Yeah. Uh, once that's done, it's the uh, it's the IPL. Okay, if uh, Jermaine Genus is commentating, though, I- I'm I'm out. You tend to get uh, Robbie Slater as your co-commentary, and halftime analysis is done by Mark Bosnich and Archie Thompson <laughs> and, and sometimes Ned Zellick. Ah, oh, so there's a chance Mark Bosnich will be off his tits, isn't it? So it'll be, it'll be entertaining. <laughs> He's okay. all settled down now. He's just had a baby and everything. Oh, you're not selling this to me anymore, Chris. Oh, no, no, you, will, you will be. <laughs> Under the desk will be Sophie Anderton bobbing up and down. I'm in. I'm in. I'm there. <laughs> That's it. What time does this start? <laughs> uh, finally, Turkey. A couple of games this weekend. It's Fenerbahce versus Galatasaray. And first versus third. Does Besiktas take on Istanbul Başakşehir? Boo them all. Right. Back in England, folks. Uh, is Leicester versus Newcastle on now? You're not allowed to yes. talk about this. This is Sunday show material. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, anything after eight o'clock on a, on a Friday night is Sunday show material. I'm getting not allowed to talk about it. I'm getting the feeling you've never listened to one of these shows. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to a couple. A couple? <laughs> I listen to every bloody week. One team is currently winning. That's as much as we can say. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have to listen to you like every bloody week for tweeting purposes. That's uh-huh. right. We're, we're the good show, isn't it? <laughs> we're the good show. That's the award-winning show. That is. We're the award-winning show. <laughs> Right, uh, yeah, this is the um, Mike Dummett pushing the other player off the pitch, Derby. Do you remember that Phil one? Phil Dummett. Phil Dummett, Mike Dummett, Paul Dummett. Paul Dummett. 
Paul Donner is. I was going to say. And Daryl Yamak two footing somebody off the pitch. Do you remember that when Newcastle went down to nine men the year Leicester won the league? No, I don't remember that. Yeah. You're not really. Closure draw was good. There were two hugely <laughs> stupendous sliding tackles. Yamak so, slid so far and nearly ended up sat with the fans. It sounds like a very Newcastle thing to do. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Please don't shout at me on Sunday. <laughs> uh, okay, so we won't talk about this one then, because seeing as it's already happening. Yeah, territorial. <laughs> That's why you're down. <laughs> Brighton versus Bournemouth. Is this a derby, Ross? Seeing you're on the south coast, well, north coast. I mean, kind kind of. Yeah, from the coasts. It, it sounds like a last on match of the day game, though. So, yeah, like a, uh, it's a couple of hundred miles away from each other. This is a Sadio Mane wet dream, isn't he? He loves scoring his goals near the sea. A Brighton win puts them within two points of Bournemouth. Bournemouth, I think, about or Eddie Howe in particular, I think, has had a very much of a free pass. At points this he season, does, yeah. they've been shocking since October, really, haven't they? Yeah, not, but, like, not one in nine games now. Yeah, it was like with that, they had that win at Huddersfield, didn't they? But mm-hmm. other than that, they've been awful. But because he's that nice young Eddie Howe, everyone seems to give him a bit of a free pass. Well, aren't three, like, aren't this, three of his first choice defenders out with long term injuries, though? Yeah, so Daniels is their first choice left back, he's injured. Uh, Rico is their expensive left back cover, he's yeah. also now out for the season. Um, but yeah, Steve this, Cook's done as well. And so is yeah, Lewis Cook, a really yeah. talented midfielder. This is, this is what um, Ali was saying on the Sunday show, that Eddie Howe does seem to get a bit <coughs> of a pass. But I think this week... Uh, oh, no, it was Dave, wasn't it? It was Dave uh, with his... Uh, oh, very spicy. Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. Very sassy um, about Bournemouth. But, yeah, there were, there were a few boos around the Vitality last weekend, though. Why so, was there? Yeah, so... Fuck off. Look, yeah, look yeah. where they are in the Premier League. I know, yeah, you know, their little oh. chicken shed of a ground and the fans are like, oh, get out. Like, well, sure. If Eddie Howe goes, you know, you're going to end up with Sam Allardyce and then you're going to be playing <laughs> back in League One in a couple of seasons. Yeah, in no time. To be fair, he spent an awful lot of money, hasn't he? I was about to say, they've bought players that, that haven't really worked out and probably not in the key areas. That, I mean, Jordan uh, Ibe. Jordan Ibe. Uh, Solanke went there, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, yeah, the contract of buying well. really bad young Liverpool players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It needs to get it's, over it's almost like Southampton two point really. But actually, you know, oh, no, 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 yeah, Liverpool buy Southampton players and then Bournemouth buy Liverpool players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the ones have been life, replaced actually. by Saints players. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, the thing is, it, if you were playing football manager, <laughs> that, that's the sort of squad you want: young English players. Yeah. But they do end up playing over the odds for them because you know when they bought Tyrone Mears, he cost them a fair bit, didn't they? Mm. You know, fair enough. They only have to play pay him in protein. Um, <laughs> but um, I think Ake. Yeah. Sort of and now he's out, on the way out for next to say, nothing. Ake sort of worked out all right, I think, for them. But mm-hmm. again, he's. It sounds like he may be on to bigger and better things. Yeah, him and Wilson be gone, aren't they? The two ones that have worked out. Yeah. Uh, Josh King as well, although they didn't spend a lot on Josh King, you know. It could be a difficult, I think it would be a difficult summer for Eddie Howe to keep a hold of some of these players. Because, you know, if, if, as much as they've struggled recently, you know, it could be a whole lot worse without those mm-hmm. key players. And losing those players and then buying Liverpool rejects, I mean, any other player in the summer might be really difficult for them. Yeah. yeah. Brighton win, 2-0. I should say, because Glenn Murray hasn't scored at home in eight Premier League games. And Brighton really do need to win because if they don't, Burnley are going to be breathing behind them because they got Cardiff, haven't they? Yeah, it's the big game. It's the big game at the bottom of the table this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, is this last chance to lean for Cardiff? Is it if Burnley win them? I hope off? so. Oh, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, two Premier League wins in a row for Burnley. Cardiff have lost five out their last six. Good. Unfortunately, not I was six. I going to say it's, six. It's, a, it's a shame, isn't it? Really. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fair enough. It is a bit disappointing to have pretty much everything. I mean, down the bottom, sort of sewn up before the last game of the season, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's one it's 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 so. I think that's a testament <laughs> to how bad they've been this yeah. season. Like, how, yeah. at Fulham and Hazard, how bad they've actually been. Mm. I wouldn't include Cardiff in that. I think Cardiff... I think Cardiff have done well to do what they've done. They could quite we, easily we be know, where Huddersfield are. We know you like Neil Warnock because he brings his team down to your area every <laughs> season. Right? They have been the worst team to watch this season. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Are you know. think worse than Huddersfield? Yeah, well, yeah they, 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 they played Callum Patterson up front for fuck's sake. Huddersfield <laughs> played nice football really badly. Cardiff <laughs> played really bad football really badly. Okay. They have had some good results though because I think a few weeks ago we were talking about it looked like they could have stayed up. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if yeah. they if they would have got that win against Chelsea, if things had yeah. uh, if things had gone their way, it could actually be a different story. But obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, it hasn't worked out that way. Yeah, yeah. if your uncle was your aunt, you'd call her something else. Fulham <laughs> <laughs> uh, versus Everton, the Brian McBride derby. Everton have won their last three, conceding zero. Uh, who was one of those games against Chris? <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there was no football last weekend, was there? International, week- was it? International weekend. Uh... I'm, honest, I'm glad that you picked you and not me in Manchester. Last time. I'm fine. Oh, is it beating both? Beating both of you? Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been they've, they've been both of us in the last Should three weeks. Right. No, it's fine. I'm just, I just, you know, I feel a bit bad that Chris was all, you know picked on there. So I just like, so right, he's, he's been he's, he's been waiting for this. <laughs> I, I deserve it. To be fair, don't worry. You can say it on Sunday when they get smashed by Chelsea. So it's I was going to say, that's not going to happen, is it, really? You yeah. Know? Yeah, and, unless Jorginho unless, unless just hypnotises <laughs> fucking Jordan well, Anderson. He, might send, to, he might send them to sleep, so... Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> a sort of metronomic oh. passing across yeah. the middle of the park. Just sort of <laughs> sends Fabinho, Kaiser and Henderson to sleep. <laughs> uh, Fulham, I mean, that's a foregone conclusion, isn't it? Fulham have lost their last nine in the Premier League, conceding at least twice in their last 13. All that money's well spent. Yeah, yeah. Southampton versus Wolves. Have you got any sort of soft spot for Wolves, Chris? I do. I yeah. do. I played for them when I was younger. That's what uh, you're saying, yeah. Yeah, most of my family are, are, are Wolves fans. So I, I do. They're the team I generally used to play as fo- on Football Manager until they got loads of money. It's not fun anymore. Um, <laughs> so tell us who you used to play Wolf. with when you were at your youth level. Oh, okay. So at Steve youth Wolf. level... No, Steve, Steve Ball was there, but he was—he's still slightly older than me. I uh, picked so, Steve Ball in my pieces of in my eleven pieces of me. I picked Steve Ball. I picked Steve Ball and Steve Claridge. Oh fucking hell! A beautiful front <laughs> You've got a type, haven't you? Um, <laughs> uh, so my space in the team was taken by a young Irishman who who what? went on to have quite a decent career. Okay, Kevin. What's his face? Doyle. Kevin Doyle. Hey, Robbie no, he, he, Robbie Keane. Oh. Yeah, Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane. I say, your place was taken by Kevin Doyle. You must be shit. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> to be fair, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, um, yeah, Robbie Keane. I've seen Robbie Keane play in the flesh. Um, like obviously, he was part of the more elite group and whatever, and he was phenomenal when he was when he was really young. Did he uh, do his roly poly young celebrations back then as well? No, he didn't. Uh, uh, he did. I, I can give you give you a story though. So when Robbie Keane signed his first professional contract with Wolves, he went on and made. I think he made his debut against Brighton or something like that, right. uh, and scored. And like he was like the, the new hero and whatever. So Wolves had a deal with a local Rover dealership because this is how rock and roll football was. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
and he got given because he was like 16 and whatever he got given um a car and it was gold because obviously it's wolves in it really. oh, yeah. uh, it wasn't gold it was the same shitty orange color their shirts are <laughs> um and he was given i think it was like a persian no it might have been it must have been i'm sure it was a rover and he did not like this car <laughs> he he wanted a green jaguar <laughs> and he made it very well known that he wanted this green <laughs> like and the club gave in the club did absolutely they? gave in yeah you know 17 years 16 17 years old got in this green jaguar apparently but yeah he, he, he had a, a tantrum uh some of the players i played with um uh, ryan green who played more games for wales than his club um <laughs> keith andrew who somehow is keith a Andrews, now, yeah who is somehow a, a successful pundit oh, now whenever i saw him he couldn't fucking speak because he was usually too drunk <laughs> oh, we're, gonna get, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna get sued here yeah, uh, yeah. allegedly say, say allegedly like allegedly yeah yeah we, yeah, we normally yeah. do that uh, i played uh with uh, a young gentleman called jolene lescott who was a very good left winger and then yeah became a, a center back instead um who else so what, what year was this Oh, fucking hell. 1990. Yeah, early 90s. I'm sorry. That's for me, isn't it? Steve Corica was around the club at the time, yeah. Uh, well, if you tune in to uh, BT Sports tomorrow, you'll, <laughs> you'll be able to see Steve Corica, Sydney FC manager. Oh, we could. Keith Downing was one of my coaches. Okay. Don Goodman? Uh. Mm, he'd have been at, no, he'd have been at the club then because it was when they wore that awful black and yeah, black and got the puma kit with the wolves' the badge V-neck face thing. on it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it would have been around that time. Yeah. So you know when you, you used to play in this position and you were doing really well because you were no, in the team. I, I wasn't doing really well. <laughs> well, you, there, was, there were there were like a million kids in Wolverhampton who have played for Wolves youth okay. team because it used to be like they used to get a lot of kids from schools and stuff like that. Uh, I've played with Leon Clark as well. He was a twat. Um, <laughs> Um, but they used to have like loads of kids, and then they suddenly discovered that they could get Irish kids coming over, and that's how the like of um, like your Robbie Keynes are like coming to the squad. So they had um, there was a woman who had a big house that they used to used to put these young Irish lads in. There was a lad called like Seamus Foley, I think his name was. Don't be racist. No, his name was Seamus. Sure uh, did he yeah. have a big green? Did he have a big green hat and ginger beard? <laughs> yeah, ginger hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they bought. They suddenly bought in a load of young Irish lads from like from the Irish leagues who, who were pretty good as well. Then, so then obviously, and this was at a time when it wasn't academies and stuff like that. It was literally just groups of kids who went and played at Molyneux on a Tuesday night. Okay, so I've got the impression that you were playing sort of up front for this team, and then one day you turned up and saw Robbie Keane playing in your position, and then you thought, ah. It's over for me. Yeah, no, I was just wasn't very good, basically. Was Mike Stowell there? Uh, yeah, I've been drinking with Mike Stowell. Have you? Uh, the day before a game against West Brom. Stevie Ball? Uh, no, I've scored a goal past Steve Ball. Have you? On Christmas Day. That? On Fame Christmas Day, weirdly. <laughs> so they were playing, I remember Wolves were playing Blackburn uh, on the Boxing Day fixture. And uh, me and my mate got new bikes for Christmas. We went riding around the city as we do, like setting fire to things. And, stuff. <laughs> uh, and we dro- we went past Molyneux, and um, the Wolves team were were um, playing on the car park on Christmas Day, and Steve Ball was in goal, and um, Graham Turner let us have a kickabout with him. Nice. And I scored past Steve Ball. That's my claim to fame. I scored past a, <laughs> a, a bald old man <laughs> who did play in goal. Um, my mind is desperately trying to think of early 90s Wolves footballers. Basically, if they played for Villa in the Premier League. Tony Daly. Too old. Tony Daly, yeah. 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 Um, Paul Birch. I loved Paul Birch. 
I thought I, Paul Birch was one of my favourite footballers when I was younger. Gordon Cowens. Gordon Cowens, yeah. Um, oh, not Cyril Regis. The, um, oh, uh, Derek Mountfield was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. no idea what you guys talking about. Yeah. All, Come all, on, all, guys, all can... these old Wolves players. They, they, there was a thing in, in, in the 90s in the Midlands. Players would play for Villa in the Premier League, be yeah. past it, then go and play for Wolves in, in, in Division 2, <laughs> and then eventually they'd turn up at Coventry City. <laughs> You know, Mo Konjic there at some yeah. point, did Steve you? Steve Sedgley, yeah. See, all, these, Sedgley, all, these, yeah. all these legends, legends <laughs> of the game, coming soon to BT Sport. Oh, <laughs> definitely. I miss Central TV football on Sunday afternoons. It was the best. Oh, Bob Holt. Not Bob Holt. What's his name? Bob. Bob. He Bob still Bob. does stuff for Sky now. Does he? Yeah, the guy who used to present the sports news on Central News. Oh, I mean, I know his he, face. He, look, he, looked, he looked a bit like the, the bad guy at Danger Mouse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's still. if you listen to Sky Sports now, he's still one of the guys when they go around the grounds. They don't show his face because obviously I imagine he's on like vent- ventilators and stuff by now. Um, <laughs> but the, he's, it's his voice and he's the, the, still the one of the still commentators. It's not John Sinnott, is it? No, no, it's Bob something. Oh, okay. Bob, Bob right, we better bring this back to the podcast. Cause I was going to say, yeah, I'm just, midnight, I'm just waffling on now. <laughs> I could talk to you about this till about three in the morning, so I, you know we'd better stop. Ross, you're looking like you're about to fall asleep. So do you want to tell us about your draft? Yeah, I thought we'd try something different. Um, I want to get some interaction with people on Twitter. So what we're going to do is a little um, fantasy draft. We're going to draft our favourite, well, our, what would be our best uh, fantasy football teams, um, five side teams. Sorry. So every player is available in the world of football, but there is only one of them. So, uh, say, Chris, you take the first pick. Not you, oh. host Chris. Other Chris, Sunday Chris. Oh, Steve Sedgley or... <laughs> oh, any so player you... from any time. Yeah, who would make a really good five-a-side team. So, kind of think about how a, a five-a-side team you'd build. Obviously, you need a keeper and oh, like that. Oh, he's got to be Zidane, isn't it? Perfect well, we're going to go just current, I think. So... Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, let's go current. <laughs> Oh. So I'll give you the first pick. Ryan, you can go second. Oh, Jorginho, innit? Go Jorginho, <laughs> perfect oh, no. five-side starting in goal and working our way forward. So we're going to do. do. You can do whatever you want. You can pick Especially whatever position you want first. Side of perfect. Like if you pick your keeper first, then that keeps it unavailable for everyone else. Is it, is if we're doing five-side, can I have Edison? Well, you're you're fourth fair. in the. He the can play anywhere. You're fourth in the draft order, Chris. I'm afraid. So what? Yep, I've got it all worked out. So Sunday, Chris, you go first. Okay. You pick your first player. So it's Edison. I'm definitely taking Edison. He's, he's a good. He's a good. But no, I'm going to take him. Stop, Ross. <laughs> you get Edison. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can't really go wrong with that. Um, Ryan, who would you take first? Uh, I'm going to go with the goalkeeper as well, and I'm going to Haya. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Um, well, I'm obviously going to go for Messi because I mean it's, it's Messi. You just run around, run rings around people all day long. Um, so now, Chris, you get two picks because the, the, the draft kind of snakes back on itself. Oh, if you have Chris Smalling, you'll beat Ross's team. <laughs> <laughs> two picks. Okay, can yeah. I have uh, Mbappe and Varane? Ooh, that's a good... Ah, fuck you and your Edisons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to take... Uh, oh, that's tough one, I've got kind of messy, I suppose, my striker. Um... I'm going for two strikers. Liam Lukaku, because everyone's played against a massive twat and five aside who just pushes everyone else over. Which one, Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, Ryan, your next pick. 
Oh my god, this is more difficult than I was anticipating. You know, <laughs> um, I'd go for. I'm going to go for Griezmann. Okay, nice. I'm going to mix it up a bit. Yeah. Jaden Sancho. Because oh, nice. he keeps the ball so close to his foot when he runs with the ball. It's perfect on a five-side pitch. Oh, you know these pitches? Are they the five-side pitches where the ball goes out of play? Or the five-side <laughs> pitches where you can be a cunt and bounce it off the wall? Yeah, they're that cha- <laughs> Oh, see, that changes the game then, doesn't it? Oh, you get another pick as well, Chris, because it's snaking back pick. now. Okay, so I've got a goalkeeper and a, like, an attacking-minded player. Tricky winger. So, right, I need a defender, don't I? I need a def- mm. <laughs> Oh, Virgil van Dijk? Yeah. Absolutely rock solid. <laughs> would kill it some uh, yeah. five side. Yeah, he wouldn't get around him. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, I need some shit housery in my team, so I'm going to go for Ramos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want someone just to go around and just start, like, you know, people like Lukaku and Messi just in their ear constantly. You shit at five side. Go back to. <laughs> go back to 11s. You shit at this. Uh, I'm taking Angolo Kante. Because I need oh. the legs. <laughs> All the running in that midfield there for me. Uh, Chris, you get two more picks then. All right, I'm going to pick two midfielders. So I'm going to go for Marco Verratti and Zerdan Shakiri. Shakiri's <laughs> a good shout, to be fair. Yeah, he would be that guy that just fucking twats it every time he gets the ball. He's shooting every single time. Person who plays against every five side. Oh, he's, 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 he's so annoying fan. because there was so much dribbling he would do as well. <laughs> he would be twizzling and turning and everything. I'm taking Pogba. Again, height, pushing everyone else over. Um, Ryan, you're fourth. Back to me, isn't it? Uh, I feel like I need a midfielder of some description. Um, yeah. You know, you, you know when you're sort of going through the teams in your head, in the league, and you're just like... You, have you forgotten basically every single De player? De, 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 I'm going to go for De Bruyne, actually. Nice. Nice. Uh, Chris, you get two picks to finish your team off then. Okay, so I've got a goalkeeper, a defender... And yep. a, a midfield, an attacking midfielder type of player. So I need a, I need at least another midfielder to link up the play, and probably an, a, a finisher. Yeah. Oh, right, it's a five size. So you got somebody who's good at finishing from close range, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> Lacazette. Lack, lack nice. He, he's footwork in small spaces. And do you know yeah. what? For my midfielder, I'm not. I'm. I'm going to run the risk of having uh, another more creative midfielder, and I'm going to go for Alex Iwobi. Because, again, oh, no. his, his footwork in small spaces. You know when you're playing in these box pitches, there's, a, there's always the, the one shit-ass defender like Ramos <laughs> who's going to get your players and pin them into the corner. I think he would be, be really good there. Every single footballer in the world you could have chosen, you've chosen Alex Iwobi. <laughs> yeah, Iwobi. but, you know, you've got to make it, you've got to make it fit in. Yeah, and players, you know, Pop, like Pogba, I don't think Pogba's a good choice because he can't play that Hollywood ball. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Are playing head height? Yeah, head height rule and stuff like that. You know, no, no scoring in the areas and stuff. So Lukaku's fucked, isn't it? I don't play head height when I play five aside. Oh, I don't. No, oh, wait, I'm, well, a real, I'm a man. Because my next choice is going to be based on the ball that you could score with inside the box because you said you need someone that can tap it in. So hang on a second. <laughs> no, someone can, who can finish from short range. Mm. The, the yeah. areas are small, aren't they? You yeah, know. like five or six yards. Go on, Ryan, you got what, your last pick. He got You got a defender, <laughs> a keeper, a striker, a midfielder so far. You've got one of each, really, so far. Yeah, I mean, I'm just considering whether to go for a defensive midfielder type player or just Five a side? Who so plays defensive midfielders? <laughs> <laughs> I play a really nice back at like, defensive formation. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick... Marco Marin. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jeff Lettons. <laughs> I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for Hudson Adoy actually because I, I just I, I really I think he'd be really good at five side. Yeah, I think he'd be would. Yeah, that's a good choice. He'd just go for a laugh, wouldn't he? He wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! Never mind. It's fine. What were you gonna say? I've just realised who I should have picked, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. No, you can say what you want. No, because it, it's fine because I don't want anyone else to pick him now. I think okay. we should pick our rap football player. Well, right? No, I've got one more pick, and so have you, Chris. I've got a goalkeeper to pick. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, you, you might need one of those. You've been sensible living until last because you've got all the keepers in the world now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm really tempted also... to say, can I choose myself? But... <laughs> <laughs> I also I'd... need a keeper. I'd love to play in goal with these people. Um... <laughs> It's my turn anyway, hang on. Oh, and you, <laughs> you finished the draft off. I'm going to go for... TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, Alisson, just because he's a bit of fun. Nah, I wasn't going to pick him. No? No, I was going to go for Jan Oblak. Oblak, nice, okay. Big. So our teams then, uh, Chris, you've got Edison, Sancho, Van Dijk, Lacazette and Iwobi. Ryan's got De Gea. Say it again, bit slow, sorry. Uh, okay, so Chris, you've got Edison, Van Dijk, Sancho, Lacazette, and Iwobi. Uh, Ryan's got De Gea, Griezmann, Ramos, KDB, and Callum Hudson Adoy. I've got Messi, Lukaku, Ngale Kante, Pogba, and Allison. You've got no defenders. Don't need defenders. Got <laughs> Kante. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got Mbappe, Varane, Verratti, Shakiri, and Oblak. I so I will. We'll tweet all these out and see what the the, the Twitter followers think. I was going to say, how, how do we think about what do we think about each other's teams? Then I was going to say because n- none of us have really got the player that's me when I play five aside. You know that that fat out of breath old man <laughs> that just runs around in the middle shit hairs and everyone. But then I realised that someone picked Romelu Lukaku, uh, so they have. <laughs> well, I play in gold, so you know I could be. Anything. They're all very attacking, aren't they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> very attacking. I, the player that I realised I should have picked instead of Hudson Odoi was going to be Hazard. Yeah, because he'd be absolutely ridiculous. He'd be quite good at. I don't know, you know, because he's not a close control type of player, is he? Sometimes is he not? You know? he's still, of course he is. Like, <laughs> no, but like he likes to he likes to run. You don't have that much room to run in five sides. That's, so. that's the thing, you get limited space, don't you? So if he's, you don't really take people on that much in five side, do you? And stuff like that. So you, you don't get the, uh, well, you do, but you don't get the, the extra space. You go around one man, there's another man struck yeah, right, literally fair. right behind you. Know? Ready to twite you into a wall. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, that's, and I think that's why and my it... team's going to be the best. Because, you know, it's going to be five aside <laughs> against two aside. Because Ramos <laughs> is going to just fucking, there's no ref. <laughs> So no, Ramos is just going to either kick people or just like injure them. So I'm good. I've got the best keeper in the world. I've got a real solid defender. I've got Verratti who's box to box, and I've got two little twinkle toes. I've got twinkle toes and basically a bulldozer up front who can. He's probably the best young striker in the world. I'm I'm confident with this. Someone did pick that little fat player. You picked Shakiri. I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago. How do we get points? Points the best five-a-side player in the world, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to tweet these out uh, off the man on post Twitter and uh, in a poll, and people are going to uh, respond to who they think the best team is. Can they sh- um, share their ring? Uh, if they want, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> and we'll do another one of these kind of next week, but obviously not on five side or something completely different. Maybe pizza toppings or superheroes, something like that. Something random. Oh, years ago, Chris, me, Ryan, and Ross, and a couple of other former presenters, we did a five side team based on um, your, uh, own it was your own team. Yes, that was it. But they got to have played in the Premier League. So. I've got no idea who we picked, but I haven't got the teams here. The last one was pretty terrible, if I remember. But because there was no, if I remember right, there was no Burkamp. No, didn't what? You, no, what? You had Layman. Because you had Chris, you, Perez, you, had, you insisted that who was it? You, you <coughs> want Gilberto Silva, wasn't it? Yes. And, yeah, Gilberto Silva would be wicked enough. Oh my game. god! Yeah, that's exactly what Chris was saying the whole time. He, he, he would be there, incredible. Like, Burkamp uh, or someone like that. Uh, uh, don't need that. I've got Gilberto Silva. Players from other teams, uh, well, fans of other teams, don't recognise how important Gilberto Silva was to Arsenal. It all went wrong when he left. I saw um, Leicester versus Arsenal. It was the it was a game where um, Leicester drew one one uh, last minute. Craig Higgins equaliser and Ashley Cole got sent off for two footed challenge. But Gilberto Silva absolutely ran that game. There was no Vieira or Henri that game. They were both injured, but he was just imperious. Yeah, he was he, unbelievable. He was a phenomenal midfielder. Phenomenal. So who did you choose then? Oh, God, right. So, okay. Layman, good show. I think we had Tony um, Adams in defence, I think. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Probably, I'd probably go for Tony Adams because he, he could play a ball and he could go forward, obviously. Uh, think, who else was it? It was Henri was in there, right? Henri was at front. I'm trying to think Pires of who was the... That was oh, it. I, I was going to go for Francis Jeffers. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't. Uh, okay, Hey, he was all right. Um, <laughs> Louis Bowen, what? Um, okay, let's go from the back. So, Layman Adams, um, Gilberto Silva, just to support Adams as well, because obviously he's a bit. Is this in their prime, yeah? Yeah, this is. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I love Omri to bits, but I wouldn't pick him for this. I'd pick Ian Wright. Perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect five side player. You know, he's got the aggression. You know, he's small. Uh, he's just a great finish. Uh, you know, first-time finisher as well. He so reminds my other player and pieces of me up from the Claridge and Bull. <coughs> Gee, now, how many red cards would your team have? <laughs> um, so I've got one more to pick, haven't I? I've, yeah. I've, I've got no width in my team whatsoever. So it's either side. You don't need oh, Lumber, there's a Ready. shout in it. Yeah. You know... I think the team that yeah, won was it was West Ham that won, wasn't it? They had Ludo McCloskey, Julian Dix, yeah, shit out FC, isn't it? That, like... And then they had Tevez Mascarano. Oh, and I can't remember who else they had up front, but they beat the United team of Van der Sar, Ferdinand, Scholes, Ronaldo, Giggs. I can't remember who's in that West Ham team. That was really oh, good. That was always that yeah. was a good thing to do every week. That yeah, that, that is. I, I like that. Yeah, I like, oh, you can maybe start it again. Yeah, start it again next season or something yeah, on your Sunday show. But two years yeah, since we've done it. Yeah, so there's probably other players that could have come along. See, yeah. we're, we're, we're at the moment. We're trying to come up with ideas of what we're going to do in the summer for the for the Sunday show. Um, so it's maybe it's something we could do look, look at doing in there as well. Yeah. Although um, I do have an interesting idea that I'll talk to you all about another time. Ooh, ooh, fair enough. Right. Uh, before we go, I was going to say thanks to Doug who has contributed to what? How do you pronounce it? Is it Kofi? Kofi. 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 Okay. Which is what Ross. Um, it's a way of uh, kind of supporting us for all the free podcasts that we put out. We do a lot, a lot of content. 365 minutes worth of content last week alone. Uh, that's four or five podcasts a week. And ever since this season started, we've really ramped it up. And I intend to make it even bigger next year. So it's just a way to say thanks to 
podcast creators, content creators, um, without kind of signing into a long-term kind of Patreon sort of thing, really, because that's too much work for us to do as well. So, <laughs> and how do they how do they contribute to that? Uh, you go to uh, ko fi forward slash man on the post, and uh, the minimum thing is three pounds. Oh, um, we would absolutely love any donation, wouldn't we? Yeah, anything's fantastic. It doesn't go towards hosting because we don't pay for that anymore, but it's all going to go into a pot to get everyone on the podcast better microphones and headphones and stuff like that. Yeah, so if you help contribute towards this, you'll be very grateful to receive and the, the, the content of the output would go up. Right, guys, yeah. uh, thank you ever so much for coming on. Uh, Chris, if they want to follow you on Twitter, I'm going to love you reading about your Twitter handle. How do they do that? Oh, I, ne- I never promote myself. Uh, I am obviously a 15 year old boy, so my Twitter <laughs> handle is xixbluewolfxix. If you want to listen to me moan about everything in the world, please come on over. Okay. Ryan, how do they follow you? They can follow me at the Ryan Goodman. Ross? <laughs> at Ross Bell 1984, if you can okay. stand my ramblings on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> It's a very tense man. Which is the, no, no, no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Pablo Hernandez. <laughs> Brilliant. At Man of the Post is our Twitter account, at our Instagram account. You can give us a like on Facebook as well. Uh, you can follow us on ACAST, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, iTunes. We're available on all your um, podcast uh, apps. If you've got an iPhone or some lesser thing, Brian. Um, and... Uh, we're all there and any reviews five star are gratefully received uh, any less than five star just DM us and we'll give you our you can give us your feedback there we did have one quite recently I forgot though I'll bring it for next week a one star review no five star review <laughs> oh, well, whoever you were with that five star review we really appreciate that thank you very much so uh, guys thank you ever so much thank you and always remember to keep your man on the post <laughs>